It's time for episode 262 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, October 10th, 2018. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast where 30 is the new 20 minutes, that is. I'm your co-host, Dan Morin, and I am joined by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Micah Sargent. How are you doing, Micah? I am doing all right, Dan. I am uh, I'm digging the 30 is the new 20. Yeah. You know, you got or- orange is the new black, 30 is the new 20, spiders are the new uh, ladybugs, the whole kit <laughs> no. and caboodle, right? Yeah, uh, Stephen and Mike <laughs> told me our show has to be only 20 minutes now, so here we go. Let's just try to cut off the time. Uh, well, this is, of course, the show where we talk with two excellent guests about wonderful technology topics. To my left, our very favorite Slovenian tech journalist, Andrzej Tomic, is back. Hi, Andrzej. How are you doing? Everybody's favorite, basically. Every- you are our favorite. Hi. You are our favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, happy to have you here. And to my left is the business unicorn and the host of many shows, including SestraCast, Friends in Your Ears, and Robot Unicorn, the robot and the unicorn. It is Kathy Campbell. Hello, Kathy Campbell. Hi, Micah. How are you? I'm doing well, and we're so happy to have you back on the show today. I'm excited to be here, I think. Oh, you should be. You should be excited. There's no thinking about it. Think about this That's instead. Terrible. I'm going to kick things off with our first topic today. The latest rumor du jour is that iPads, which may or may not show up later this month, will have USB-C, at least for the purposes of video output. My question is, do you use USB-C a lot at all? And if you do use it, in what ways does it come up? Anjay, I suspect you might have uh, some interesting info for us here. Well, yeah, I use it every day, basically, because I'm on Android again. I feel like I have to explain that every time I'm on here. <laughs> no, it's not so much explaining, it's defending. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of my handicap. Like, this is, you know, just take it for what it is. But yeah, like, most Android phones uh, for the, la- the last couple of years, especially the high-end ones, but it's been going down to the mid-range, and even some of the cheap ones have been getting USB-C. So yeah, I, I do. Well, I use it to charge my phone, which, you know, is a use, right? Uh, I'm not doing a lot of data transfer. But I will say this when, when uh, you know, the whole debate with the, uh, when the MacBooks went all USB-C, right? And then the, the iPhone, you're pretty much still stuck with the lightning, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, for at least for me, it, it sort of having my phone charger be USB-C really does kind of push me towards, you know, when I'm buying new stuff, like for myself, I'll, I'll, that will be one of my main considerations. Like, can you charge, like, like uh, an example, my workout, you know, I have a pair of cheap anchor workout, he- workout headphones, right? And they're micro USB. And it, it kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they'll hold on a little while longer when a new model comes out, there'll be USB-C. Because I don't want to be stuck with another thing that, you know, will have to be charged via micro USB. But honestly, I think USB-C is kind of great. I know, like, the cable situation is weird and stuff, but it's like a sort of a universal plug-in. It's kind of nice. It would be nice to have uh, 
you know, again, one standard sort of plug across all. I don't use uh, USB-C very often. Um, my Apple T- my fourth generation Apple TVs, when I can't get them to update to the new beta software, I have to pull out the USB-C cable to plug them into my uh, computer and upgrade them that way. And a lot of my charger like uh what are those called charging banks the the the, oh, the, the juice batteries, packs what yeah. have you yeah portable batteries have USB-C charging cuz it's quicker Ooh. but other than that I'm not really using USB-C um day to day but I agree that it would be nice to you know once again sort of have that that same or similar charging and and data transfer experience across the board and when iPad goes that way I think that you know, we're one step closer because we're switching from just computers to also Apple's more portable devices. Yeah, I only use it for charging and I only use it for charging my Nintendo Switch and my MacBook Adorable. That would mean that I could keep my a single USB-C charger in my go bag yes. instead of having to have the lightning as well, because I don't normally, when I go out, I don't normally need to charge my phone. So that's not a big deal. Um, but being able to have just a go bag for work when I hop out to a coffee shop or whatever, would be really nice to not have to have a lightning in there as well. And maybe someday the phone too, and fingers crossed, who knows? So, you know, at, at this point, we just kind of have to play it by ear and see, go with whatever Apple decides. And guess what? The world's not going to end. What? Most, well, what? No, the world will probably end, but not in relation to oh, okay. what you use right. to charge that's your devices. Fair. I guess that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am, I, you know, it was not until I think a little bit before Kathy mentioned this, I had been talking about this in a Slack with some people and somebody pointed out the, uh, the switch charges with USB-C and I was like, oh man. I totally forgot that because it just lives in the dock next to my right. TV. Um, <laughs> so I guess that is my biggest usage of USB-C right now. Um, I do have, I have a new iMac that has USB-C on it and I've used it exactly once. And even there, it was kind of like a, eh, because it was Thunderbolt over USB-C to do my <laughs> migration from my old computer. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I, I think it's great. I, I'm with all of the things, you know, that we've been talking about, especially on Jay's point about un- universalizing. I have so much stuff with micro USB plugs. Yeah. That's just so annoying. I even have a couple left yeah. over the mini USB plugs, which are like the larger Ooh. version of the mic. Oh God. Why? One <laughs> port would be great. By the time they standardized, we'll be on to something else. I'm sure. Uh, thanks for your thoughts on that. Let's go to our second topic, which comes from Anjay. So Google announced a bunch of stuff, like hardware stuff. I think when you're talking about Google, you kind of have to mention that because they're not really known as a hardware company. Like it's usually just, there's a new version of Gmail and that's it, right? So yeah, but there are new Pixel phones. There's a Chrome OS uh, sort of tablet slate device and a Google Home with a screen, which is kind of the the one thing I'm most excited about because I'm all in, as they say, with Google Homes. Um, but uh, I wanted to ask you guys, because you guys are more, more you know, Apple users or Apple people, trademark. Uh, so how, how do you see sort of the hardware shaping up on Google's side? Because it used to be kind of crappy, but now it's getting better, maybe? No? Yes? Uh, yes, I think so. Um, I've actually been a fan of Google google's industrial design for a while now um the the google home is an odd looking device but i really like it 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 looks like like it's something that i'm i happily have set out in my house because it's just interesting it's different and it's clean and modern and it has all of these sort of uh 
word cloud tags that are things that I appreciate uh, in, in a device. And so I, I think that, um, you know, as Google has sort of found its footing in this area and has created these different devices, it's doing quite well. And most interesting, I think, is also what you were talking about being interested in, which is this Google Home with a screen. Uh, that's that's a fascinating option. And I like that, you know, Google kind of whenever it comes to software has been known for, oh, you know, abandoning things after a while. <laughs> and so to see them continue or rather to see it continue to work on on devices within this Google Home lineup, which is where I feel, you know, the, the future is going, so to speak. Uh, it makes it makes me happy and it, you know, has me paying attention to the new ways they're using fabric with their devices. And it's just, it's clean and pretty and it looks like it belongs in one of those videos that's showing like how the future is going to look. And you get to see all these things that make you sort of drool and want them now. And yeah, so I'm, I'm very bullish about the stuff that Google has, has introduced this time around. What about you, Kathy? RIP Google reader. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, I, I agree with you, Micah. Um, there, they're very deliberate with what they're choosing to do. And I feel like they never necessarily just throw something out like, Oh, this let's get in the smartphone market. Like let's just throw something out there. Like they very deliberately went with the Google pixel and like are, are choosing these options for Google home and all of these things that are very, it's very interesting to watch. Um, and see what choices they make. Um, and I really appreciate the deliberateness with it. I appreciate their design aesthetic and I appreciate Google as a company as well. I have some friends that work for them and I just like, they make me happy. Um, I probably will stay with my Apple phone, but I wouldn't say no to another Google product in my life. Um, plus my brother is very anti Apple. So, you know, I get to experience Google through him. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I like Google's design. I think it's, it's nice because it, it, it is deliberate, um, as Kathy was saying, and it, it's also opposed in many ways to what Apple does, right? Like, it's not that it's not uh, simple and elegant in some ways, but it's just got, it's got a very different design language to it. And mm-hmm. I think they both have very distinctive uh, identities and brands, and that works well for both of them. I have a Google Home, um, and I have a Google Home Mini here somewhere. Neither of them are currently plugged in because I just couldn't stomach too many robots, um, but... I, I do like both of them. They both had, you know, definite things going for them in terms of their hardware design and their usage. Uh, I'm intrigued by the Home Hub. I had an Echo Show first generation, and I saw some promise in it, but it never really delivered on that. I'm curious to see if Google can deliver on that. And, you know, the Pixel, I think it's interesting. I, I'm not in the market for an Android phone. It's just not my jam. But I'm interested in some of the decisions that uh, Google is making with its phones. In particular, I thought there was a really nice touch on, as I was watching the event yesterday, um, the inclusion of a second front-facing camera that's a yes. wider angle thing for, like, larger mm. selfies. Yes. Like, 
that's really smart it's a really smart decision and i would honestly i would love to see something like that uh in an iphone too because we've all been there where we try to jam too many people into a selfie <laughs> and it's uh frustrating so you know I, I think google's doing its own stuff i think it you know they they provide a good counterpoint and foil to apple and i think both of them make each other better by forcing the competition so in that regard uh i i wish them well even if they're not for me well, I, I also sort of sort of a blood, like you said, they're very deliberate. And I think when you look at like Apple stuff, which is, you know, always kind of great. And then even Microsoft, the last couple of years with the Surface line, you kind of recognize a Microsoft hardware product, right? I think Google's mm -hmm. right, right, almost there. Like when you when you see something, you can almost sort of tell it's a Google, especially mm -hmm. like Micah said, with the fabrics and stuff. And I sort of do like that. I do, I do feel kind of bad for every other manufacturer, right? Because... Um, None of them are doing like stuff this nice, at least to the eye. Like I'll say, like the manu manufacturing and everything else. You know, you can't kind of you can't even compare Google stuff to even say like a company like Dell, which sells its computers all over the world, and Google sells like seven of them, right? <laughs> but still, just design wise, it's kind of weird that sort of the you know the the sort of software first uh, companies now have like genuine design language and stuff you can kind of appreciate, and then I don't know, Asus and Acer keep making laptop laptop. <laughs> that look like i don't know like from the 80s basically yeah. like, <laughs> it's a really weird sort of turn of events and i i, I, I and i do just sort of on the um uh, the pixel and the front facing wide angle that is sort of i don't understand the zoom lenses like because for the zoom i'll just like step closer to the thing right yeah. but, like, what, what like if it's a wide, what if it's a tiger you can't step closer. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that, that. fair point, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Always thinking over here. Always yeah, thinking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. That is two topics down, two topics to go. But first, it is time for halftime here at Clockwise. And to tell you about the first of today's sponsors, I'm going to turn it over to Micah. Hey, this episode of Clockwise is brought to you by our pals at Squarespace. You are going to make your next move with Squarespace because Squarespace lets you easily create a website for your next idea. And you're going to get a unique domain. You're going to get to use their award-winning templates and so much more. If you want to create an online store, a portfolio, a blog, whatever it is you're after, Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that lets you do just that. There's nothing to install. There aren't patches to worry about. No upgrades you need to be thinking about because Squarespace takes care of all of it for you. They've got award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need any help, and they let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name for your idea. I have talked before about how awesome Squarespace is. I've got like four, five sites running on Squarespace's platform. And one of the things that I always enjoy is the fact that when there's a new technology or a new thing available... They're very quick to adopt it. When Apple Pay came around, they were like, Hey, here's an email that tells you, tells you about how to set up Apple Pay. You just like clicked a couple buttons and it was ready for you. When every single site across the entire internet was like, Okay, time for us all to switch to HTTPS. Thank God. It was very easy to do that too. You just hit, you just clicked on a checkbox and everything was ready to go. So if you want the latest and the greatest and to make sure everything's ready for you with simple, easy use, then you should check out Squarespace. And plans start at just 12 bucks a month. But you listening can start a trial with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com slash clockwise. Now, when you decide to sign up, go ahead and use the offer code clockwise because that's going to get you 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. And of course, you'll be showing your support for our show. 
Once again, that's squarespace.com slash clockwise with the code clockwise to get 10% off your first purchase. Thank you so much to Squarespace for your support. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. All righty. Uh, my question for you, I have been, um, uh, you know, walkie talkie is a feature that exists on Apple watch. It allows you to just walkie talkie back and forth with another person. Um, so you just hold down the talk button and then you can communicate with the other person and then you let it go and then they can communicate back. It's sort of like those, was it sprint next telephones mm-hmm. back in the day mm, yep. that let you do walkie talkie. So I'm just curious. Um, have you ever used a walkie talkie like feature on your devices? Are you excited about this coming to Apple watch? Do you think this should go the way of the Dodo and the sprint next telephones? Kathy, we'll start with you. I try to think of a use case where I would actually want to use it. Um, and the only thing I could think of is if it was possible on some sort of like on an iPod touch in order to walkie talkie my daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's about it because for the most part, I don't want instant communication. Like if I'm communicating with someone, I want to, you know, send a text and let them get back to me when they have a chance. If it's an emergency or if I really need someone, I'll give them a call. Like the walkie talkie, it feels very forcible and very um, invasive, which isn't necessarily what I want to communicate with people or how I want to communicate with people. So mm, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a reason this was the height of technology on like, in like Dick Tracy comics back in like the thirties, right? Because they didn't have anything (laughs) else. Um, I think there are very like, there are circumstances or situations in which this might be useful if you were at i was looking ahead at kathy's question so not to spoil too much but like let's say you were at a large theme park with people and wanted to easily communicate with them okay i could see that potentially being a quick way to get in touch with somebody and say like oh you went over to that like concession stand can you get me a hot dog or whatever like very specific niche uses like that Overall, it doesn't really make sense to, especially when we're, we're in a world where you're communicating with so many people. Like, I mean, am I going to start walkie-talking like Anjay, like you know, so many time zones away? Like, I don't know what time it is over there. Why would I do that? That seems that seems very rude. Um, so I tried it briefly, but none of my friends really had it set up or were willing to let me try it. So I guess it's not really happening. And then eventually, I turned it off because I was just annoyed by the little walkie-talkie uh, icon that kept popping up. And I never had one of those Sprint Nextel phones, so. Maybe I just missed out on the whole boat there. I'll I'll say this: like uh, there is a use case where where because a couple of years ago I was actually sort of considering buying actual walkie talkies, right? <laughs> and I'll, I'll explain why because they're awesome. Uh, the, <laughs> they are awesome. Yeah, you feel like Dick Tracy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> it's just uh, sort of um, uh, over here. Uh, um, the EU sort of kind of got rid of uh, data roaming, right? So as long as you're in a EU country, it's kind of kind of pointless now. Like you could use the Apple Watch for the uh, walkie-talkie feature, feature, right? But still, since since uh, I'm actually we're on uh, the top of the Balkans, like most of the Balkans uh, still is not in the European Union. So if you go to into any of those countries, you basically just look at your phone. And it's like fifty euros, right? You, you don't even <laughs> it's like wow. the data rates and sort of even just picking up the phone, it's insane prices, right? Uh, so um, when Croatia still was not uh, in the EU. 
uh, we like a lot of like my friends and my family and stuff. We always uh, always vacation in Croatia. So when we'd go there, right, like any phone call, any like even a text, right, um, just we didn't even switch on data, right, over there because it just the the bill would just be insane, right. So for a while, I was like, just we should just get some walkie talkies, you know, mm-hmm. so we can just have them, you know, if it's like a family together. Somebody goes somewhere, we could just you know talk to each other that way right mm-hmm. uh, i know that doesn't apply with the apple watch because that actually uses a data connection right but that's that's like a use case that, that's still applicable now like Croatia's in the eu now like but i guess bosnia's not and you know macedonia and then uh, serbia so i think i'm going to serbia in a, like a week's time right and over there i'm just gonna have to buy a sim again or get some sort of plan here that's gonna let me you know use data there without you know selling my kidney to pay for the bill later right <laughs> so i'm just saying like there are use cases you you guys are just used to you know one we're spoiled, country we're spoiled. And, you know we're spoiled, we basically spoiled. yes yeah, yeah. um <laughs> well those are excellent answers my my boyfriend just recently got an apple watch and so sort of introducing him to all the new features has been fun and one of them was walkie-talkie and for me i am very protective of my like attention and my my space and like i think it's very important to to have autonomy and get to choose who gets to enter into that bubble and so walkie-talkie seemed like a feature that would go against everything that i stand for (laughs) uh so to speak but I decided to try it and it's been interesting um, using it with him because I think, you know, when, when someone is aware of that aspect of your personality, then they're not going to necessarily abuse that. And so it's been like, it's been all around good. And I've been thinking about how like going to concerts or going to, like you said, theme parks and things like that, these situations where uh, having that little buzz on your wrist and being able to sort of get live feedback um, is is potentially a, a, a really good thing to, to sort of figure out where somebody is and make sure they're okay or what have you. So yeah, thank you all for your answers on that. Let's go to our last topic, which comes from Kathy. So I just recently got back from a amazing trip at Walt Disney World, uh, and they have a thing called Magic Bands, where it's basically a, uh, a wristband that is connected to your park ticket. Um, it allows you to, when they have the professional photographers come out and take pictures, they can link it up to your Magic Band, so you can then go through the app and like choose which pictures you want to purchase or download or print or whatever. Uh, and if you're staying at one of the hotels, you can actually attach your credit card, and it's also your room key into your hotel. So this is kind of a, a small piece of technology overall. You know, you can't make phone calls on it. You can't do all of this stuff. And yet for this very specific use case, it is pretty darn amazing. Uh, So what I'm asking is, what is a small piece of technology that has made a big influence in your life? This is a great question, Kathy. I'm also jealous of the Magic Bands. I was last at Disneyland and they don't have them there yet. Um, Yes. Soon. Soon. I I will say a small piece of technology (laughs) makes a huge difference in my life is I have, um, my car is about six years old, and so I just missed the era where it came with USB ports in it. Later cars do. My car actually has a 30-pin dock connector cable that I can't ever do (laughs) anything with. Um, So a small piece of technology that makes a huge difference in my life is the little adapter I put in that cigarette lighter slash power port 
so I can have two USB ports. And so I and my fiance can both charge our phones. It's a little stupid thing, but it makes a huge difference, right? Like I cannot imagine using my phone for navigation or to play music as much as I do uh, if I didn't have the option to also easily charge it while I was in the car. So yeah, even though uh, the cigarette lighter is long gone away, I'm glad that its little DC power port has uh, stuck around for the foreseeable future, at least until I buy a new car with a USB port in it. Well, I, I don't know if this is like if this counts, but like just NFC is like one of those things that just keeps making my life easier. Like just, um, I just got like for, uh, I, I had like an old sort of debit card. We don't uh, um, um, for a very long time, and I just like I think like this year at some point. I got a new one from the bank and it had like an NFC chip in it. So I can now use the terminals with like, I just like, you know, uh, touch the card to the terminal and it kind of registers. I've been using that for the last four months now and I'm like living in the future. <laughs> I know that sounds stupid, but like wow. it just, it's just one of those things where it's, it's kind of sneaks up on you and like ATM started getting, you know, NFC readers. So I just go up to an ATM now, just touch it with the card and that's pretty much it. Right. It's, 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 I don't know. It's, it's weird because it's this old technology. It went into the phones. I have like a phone app for my bank now and I can pay with my phone now. And it's, just, it's kind of, it kind of enabled a whole bunch of stuff where, it, where before it's, you know, if somebody would have explained that to me, yeah, but you can just touch the car to the, like the terminal and it, that'll be it. And I'm like, like, yeah, I, I have the 17 second it takes to like put the card in and enter in my pin, right? But when you use it all the time, it kind of adds up and it's really, it's kind of nice. So mm-hmm. NFC, yay. <laughs> Um, I'm this. This may go against the spirit of the game, but I am going to say uh, my Apple Watch, and in particular the heart stuff. Um, mm. I just the yet, technical term, the heart stuff. <laughs> the yes. heart stuff. Yeah. Uh, I just had another situation with my heart yesterday. Oh, no. um, going, <laughs> going out of rhythm and going way too fast, and um, my Apple Watch sort of helps me uh differentiate between what might just be a situation where i think that things are not going well and i'm sort of freaking out about it versus actually being able to see these numbers and know yeah your heart rate's been at 160 for the past two hours there's something wrong you need to go get that figured out and i think if i didn't have the apple watch there to tell me um about it then i would not be i would not be aware of it in the same way and i would probably just write it off as you know anxiety or something like that uh causing causing a high heart rate so to have those numbers and to be able to know okay well you gotta go gotta go see a, see a doctor right now uh is very nice and uh is literally life-changing probably because you know your your heart can't go at those high rates for too long before you gotta get some help or else it's just like uh i'm tired now goodbye um so yeah definitely definitely the the apple watch and its heart track heart rate tracking features okay i'll give it to you <laughs> thank you thank you Kathy. thank you uh yeah so other than the magic band um I, I was also, because uh, of course you have to answer the question and I led into it with Magic Band. I was like, okay, is there something else? And um, 
my cat recently got injured and so he has to stay inside because he was an indoor outdoor cat. It's a whole other conversation, not for clockwise. Um, <laughs> but I was thinking about the little chips that they have and the fact that if he gets lost, they just take him to a vet and scan it and contact information is available and it's mm-hmm. super easy to get a hold of people. And uh, so that is my second question. So second answer to my question is the fancy little chips on the back of pets. Yeah, same. Chips, like that. chips are delicious. Though. Wait, no, not yeah. that kind of chip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is four topics, which brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, there's just enough time for a bonus topic. But first... Uh, let me tell you that the bonus topic is brought to you by our very good friends at Linode. With Linode, you'll have access to a suite of powerful hosting options with prices starting at $5 a month, and you'll be up and running with your own virtual server in the Linode cloud in under one minute. Linode has hundreds of thousands of customers who are all serviced by their friendly 24-7 support team. You can email them, call them, even chat over IRC in the Linode community, or presumably walkie-talkie them. I don't know. They know how important (laughs) it is to get you the help that you want, and they also have a suite of amazing guides and support documentation to give you a reference when you need it. Linode's intuitive control panel will allow you to deploy, boot, resize, snapshot, and clone your virtual servers in just a few clicks, and they feature two-factor authentication to keep you safe. Linode has fantastic pricing options available. Their plans start at one gigabyte of RAM for only $5 a month, and they offer high-memory plans starting with 16 gigabytes of RAM. As a listener of this show, if you sign up at linode.com slash clockwise, you'll not only be supporting us, but you'll also get $20 towards any Linode plan, and on that one gigabyte of RAM plan, that's 4 free months and with a seven-day money-back guarantee there's absolutely nothing to lose so go to linode.com slash clockwise to learn more sign up and take advantage of that 20 dollars credit or use the promo code clockwise 2018 at checkout thank you so much to linode for supporting this show and relay fm and it's time for a very very quick bonus topic uh my question for you is what's one movie you'll always stop and watch if it is on anjay stripes uh mine is zombie land it's mm. it doesn't come on tv a whole lot but the times that i've seen it like i've been at a hotel to see it i'm like oh, no no stop don't change that channel i gotta watch <laughs> zombie land <laughs> uh legally blonde nice excellent and uh, i was listening to the soundtrack this the other day sneakers love that movie oh, so much Ooh, nice yeah. Well, that is all we have time for. All that remains is for us to thank our wonderful guests. Andre Tomic, thank you so much for being on Clockwise this week. Uh, thank you for having me. It's always fun. It's always fun. Especially fun now because Kathy was here. You guys are okay, but Kathy was awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kathy yeah. Campbell, thank you so much for joining us and making the show fun. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. It's always a pleasure. And Micah, thank you so much for being here. I just think it doesn't get said enough. Oh, thank you for being here, Dan. It doesn't get said enough. And thank you, (laughs) listeners, for being here as well. And we remind you, until next time, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.